In our last episode, we covered why you should be involved in terminations and touched a little on how to set up a standardized process to guide your managers through this difficult time. Now, it's time to discuss creating your termination procedure in depth so you and your people have a clear approach to letting go of an employee. In this episode, we'll cover evaluating when and how you decide to fire an employee, creating a procedure for voluntary termination, and creating a procedure for involuntary termination. Let's get started. When and how do you decide to terminate an employee? When thinking about how to craft a termination process for your organization, it's easiest to start from the very beginning, evaluating when the decision to terminate involuntarily is made. You probably have a warning system in place for the steps leading up to the final decision, but what does that timeline look like? Auditing your current termination process may reveal critical flaws in how your organization handles offboarding. It's also important to consider how your organization decides to terminate an employee. You have a lot of reasons for terminating someone or just one big reason. Regardless, it's important to lay down a foundation so managers can refer back to the process when they begin to question a direct report's fit in their role. For example, is the go-to reason always based on performance? If that's the case, then it may be best to provide employees with a resource that has established goals for their progression within their role. If you wanna learn more about this kind of resource called a levels document, check out last week's HR Party of One FAQ for all the details. If you have reasons other than poor performance, it doesn't hurt to check them to ensure they are reasonable. For example, do you automatically fire employees who make a specific mistake? Think about nurses who work with private information. There are likely strict rules in place in clinics that only one HIPAA violation results in termination. You may also need to fire employees for gross misconduct. If someone is drinking on the job or stealing from their colleagues, then you know it's time to take a critical look at their continued employment with your organization. Gross misconduct comes in many shapes and sizes, so be clear from day one on what behavior is unacceptable within your organization. Now that we've covered some basics, let's get into the nitty gritty of developing a standardized process for both voluntary and involuntary termination. Creating and using a standardized process for voluntary termination. Our last episode on terminations mentioned some of this, but we wanna make sure you have all the tools you need to succeed. And a process for voluntary terminations is very different than involuntary. We're going to start with the easiest one, voluntary. So let's create a checklist. On your voluntary termination checklist, begin by, someone has turned in their two week notice. It's unfortunate that some employees seek other opportunity, but we all understand prioritizing the next steps in someone's career path. So your role is now to transition them smoothly out of your organization. A big part of that is seeing what tasks or responsibilities they accomplished day to day. Review their role and determine if you need to hire someone new or allocate resources for the empty position to be filled with cross-trained team members. Once you know about their role and how to fill it in the meantime, evaluate their two-week notice itself. Do they really need to be here? Sometimes it doesn't make sense to have them there to fulfill their two-week notice. Unless you're shorthanded and need their help training someone, consider allowing them to go early. 
use a wrap-up letter to close out their employment gracefully. A wrap-up letter is essentially a nice goodbye, plus all the info they need after they leave for the last time. This may include how they access COBRA services, how to return the equipment, or even reference numbers for managers that are excited to be a part of their continued growth, even if they go elsewhere. Not everyone needs to host an exit interview, but some organizations find them useful to ask last-minute questions about the state or mechanics of the team. If you suspect that a manager or employee is difficult to work with, an exit interview may be your chance to get the details from someone who has no reason not to spill the beans anymore. On the other hand, an exit interview may go poorly if the person is leaving on bad terms. There are pros and cons, only you know what's right for your organization. Once the termination is complete and the employee has been offboarded successfully, do a quick review to make sure all your T's are crossed and I's are dotted. Double check the duties of the open position and think of past employees in that role. Do you need a different sort of hire going forward? Also, check in with your managers to make sure they upheld their end of the process correctly. See if they have any questions or concerns about the employee's termination process and involve them in the recruitment process for the open role. If you want more guidance on termination processes, also called offboarding, check out Bernie Portal's offboarding checklist. I'll link to it in the description for you. Voluntary termination is pretty straightforward. So now we cover the hard stuff, involuntary terminations. Creating and using a standardized process for involuntary termination. Involuntary termination can be stressful for everyone involved. After all, termination is a permanent separation of an employee and their former organization. It's like a breakup, and sometimes the emotions may run just as high. Once again, your best bet to standardize your termination process is to make a checklist. Start by collecting your base of involved parties. Confer with relevant managers and establish the why and determine if it is necessary to fire the employee. You want to make sure the manager has been following the correct steps to avoid termination. So review the warnings given to the employee and any progress made to get better and lack of progress shown to avoid termination. Using a performance management feature can give HR transparency into if these conversations are happening. Bernie Portal goes a step further. Our in-house messaging system makes it easy for you to review meeting notes between managers and direct reports. And you can grant admin access to other involved parties to review the messages too. Also, review the termination process to make sure everyone is on the same page. You don't need a manager assuming they have the go-ahead and proceeding to terminate an employee on a Monday afternoon in the break room. Everyone should know why, when, and where before the employee even gets to work that day. The termination itself is the next step on your checklist. Make sure to introduce yourself if you haven't interacted with the employee before and do your best to remain calm and polite. If HR and a manager pull someone into a room, it doesn't take Sherlock Holmes to figure out what's going to happen. The firing shouldn't come from you. You should be there, as we explained in the last episode, but the manager who interacted with the employee and guided their time in your organization should be the one to break the news. Have the direct manager explain that their employment has run its course and it is best for all parties that the employment is ended. 
thank them for their service and encourage any questions about the next steps that should be directed towards you. A freshly fired person may react in a few ways, shocked, upset, and angry. Your role isn't to play therapist, but you do have a responsibility to manage any difficult emotional situations to the best of your ability. Put on your people person hat and provide firm but respectful reasoning. Maintain your cool and check that others are also keeping their composure. Some terminations have legal counsel on hand in the room as well to enforce an air of authority. But if that isn't an option, then the job falls to you to maintain decorum. The third item on your checklist is to serve the wrap-up letter and allow the employee to collect their things from their desk. Make sure someone is with them, maybe even yourself. You wouldn't want to give an angry and disgruntled former employee free reign of your office space. Some people may see this as insulting since they considered themselves a good employee and were fired for reasons beyond their control, but you must take measures to protect your organization. Once they have their things and have returned any company property they have with them, escort them out. If the employee becomes erratic or aggressive at any point, call the police or security guard if you have them. While that's a drastic reaction, keep in mind that you never know how people will react. You may even want to hold the termination in a room near the exit if you have concerns the employee will react badly. If that happens, you can mail someone their things afterwards. Next, make sure the manager gives their team an update. If you need to, or if it is appropriate, briefly explain why the employee was terminated. This might be good, especially if the employee was terminated over a serious mistake. Inform them if the open role will be filled soon, and if they worked closely with a partner or on a project, send those people updates on the hiring process. Reassure the remaining employees of their continued employment too. People may fear for their job security, so you can reinforce that they were selected for their role and have an important place within your organization. Now it's time to cover your end of the deal. Remove them from the accounts or systems they use during their employment and deactivate their company email address. Ensure the return of company property, like any business phones, other devices, or tools. Set up COBRA services if necessary and check your state's compliance needs to ensure you didn't miss any major steps. I'll include a link in the description to an overview of COBRA and employer responsibility. The last item on your checklist is to review with the manager and other involved parties. Did everything go smoothly? Has the former employee reported negatively about the company or their termination experience? Is the empty role being provided for acceptably? See if the team needs anything or has had any hiccups post-departure. This will show you are committed to keeping the organization going and growing even when painful breakups are required. Once your process is documented, Think about adding it to your manager's manual. A manager's manual contains important checklists like this, as well as other processes necessary to improve their management skills and standardize how your organization manages people. A manual helps everyone, direct reports, the manager using it, and you for ensuring everyone has access to the best practices. Creating checklists like this and including them in a manual can help you streamline how teams work in your organization, increasing overall effectiveness. Most organizations aren't run as effectively as a bachelorette trip. 
Jack Daly, a sales growth expert who spoke at our Burning Portal conference a few years ago, thinks they aren't even run as effectively as his sixth grade basketball team. The comparisons are there, and while funny, they ring true. Increase your organization's effectiveness with standardized procedures that are held in a manual. You can use an HRIS like Bernie Portal to make the manual available to managers so everyone has access at any time. And also, you can make timely updates and require acknowledgement that all your managers have read the new additions or changes. In this episode, we've covered everything you need to know about creating a standardized termination process. Knowing all of your managers are handling things respectfully and according to plan will help you maintain your company's reputation and culture down the line. Whether termination is voluntary or involuntary, you know the importance of protecting everyone's dignity. As always, remember that your role is as strategic as you make it.